Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. There you go. Why you got so many white boys in the corner in the south, southeast side uh, 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 for work? I got a problem with that. That sister was exhibiting Texas Penal Code Statute 941. She has the right to protect her property. Your officer had no business in her backyard. Without jurisdiction to be had. So today, no more. As you see me on TV, no more. Don't come in my community no more. If we, we don't employ people like that. We do not employ people like that, David Cook. So how much money do I need to get my credit card so you can exercise yourself back to Wake County where you came from? North Carolina. You don't like niggas, no yeah. Time for you to go. How can you have that person that stays liberated all the time in the city, man? What's happening, Austin? Oh man, man, that shit got me fired up, man. <laughs> that shit got me fired up, man. Tell me, uh, damn, I don't even know. I don't even know where to even start after that, man. Tell, okay, let me start from the beginning. Okay, how did you hear about the the city council meeting that day? Uh, as a community, uh, if someone who a community activist and part of being a brotherhood movement, that's part of our agenda to keep up with. Uh, city council, uh, school board meetings, anything that goes on and affects us in the community. That's one thing that we, uh, as part of our oath and our vision statement, you know, we are there to protect uh, citizenry of individuals of African descent. And so when we see something like that affect us, especially for I'm from that community. Yeah. I grew yeah. up on, on the South Side, you know, I walked just about every street on the South Side. So uh, for me, 
uh, when we got wind of uh, this incident, we actually went to the house. Me and Comrade uh, Brady, uh, Brady Harper, which is with the Black Empowerment Group. So he and I arrived the same day the news media did. Mm -hmm. D. Mary was on the scene. Um, and we gave a statement then. Uh, so me and Comrade, we decided, Brady Harper, we decided to go in the backyard mm. to actually see and get a vision of what actually went down. Yeah. And what we discovered, brother, was that it was a bullet hole penetration through the uh, window, through the screen, but it wasn't one through the blind. We looked at that and said, Comrade, the blind was up. They seen that sister. And so in my brain, you know, in my mind, I could I'm replaying the whole scene. Yeah. It gives you an eerie friend to where it, it nauseated me to where I could see the young brother, you know, probably terrified, maybe pleading for the officer not to shoot his aunt. Yeah. You know, what you gonna do, you know, uh in that area of the South Side, you know, Allen, uh it's high area of crime. He has a history of that, you know, of drug trafficking, gang banging, you know, back then, uh, you know, all kinds of miscreants. Yeah, yeah. So I could see her um, wanting to protect her nephew because, like I said, she's she's a woman. Right. And so, uh, and to not understand why this officer did not go to the front door and do what you're trained to do as an officer and... Why did you? It can't give a, a logical statement or any accountability from the police department of why your officer didn't obey a direct order that he has right. been trained from. That officer, Mr. Dean, comes from a special response team, SRT. The bylaws of SRT is that you are supposed to be trained and qualified to mainly to follow direct orders. Right. You don't deviate from direct orders. That's why you're on that Pacific team. SRT basically is a baby SWAT. Okay. And so being that you are supposed to be responsible individuals, uh, you know, uh, you know, you, you know what to do mm -hmm. as an officer. But like I said, go back to his little tactics, drawing your target out. When he flashed that lightning, when he knew that sister was gonna come, right. come to the Wonder Man, come on, man. And I'm like, anybody, if you, if I hear anybody in my backyard, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think when you're approaching anybody's house, the first thing you should do is knock on their door. You know what I mean? Like, anybody find you in their backyard, they probably gonna shoot you. You know what I'm saying? They not knowing it's the police or not. You know what I mean? I just think that's just common fucking sense. Backyard, big being it. By article law, backyard is really attachment to the house. Okay, it's attachment it's like your garage. Right, it's still considered attachment. Right to the house. Right, because it's closed in. Mm hmm. And so that's what he did. Because number one, you had no statute, you had no jurisdiction, you ain't even had a simple warrant or nothing. Right to even you you by article law you looked at it as as an intruder. Right, you have. By definition, Truly. Bible, yeah, what you did, what you uh, displayed was an intrusion of properties that you did not seize nor own. So, you, like I said, bro, you had no business back there. Ain't nothing in the law that you could show me that you had statutory reason to be in that woman's backyard. Right. So, I want to I wanna 
I want to back up a little bit. I want to kind of get, like, you say you're from Fort Worth, right? Born and raised there? Oh, actually, I was born in Waco, but I was brought up in Fort Worth. I, I come from a community called Holland Hills. Okay. Which sits between uh, off Old Grove, uh, 35 and 820, where they kind of meet up. Okay. Uh, but part of my upbringing was that region of the South Side. Okay. Now, how did you get into activism? How did you start, like, into even, what is it called? Is community, what is the name of the organization? Uh, Brotherhood Movement. Okay. So, how did you even get started? Before the Brotherhood Movement, how did you even get started in community activism? Uh, Really, actually, uh, in the light of my brother dying in... Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Louder and louder. Yeah, man, I didn't want to stop you, but I like, I didn't know if you could hear it through the headphones. Yeah, yeah, that's just loud. Yeah, I was loud too. <laughs> louder and louder. Like a mug, man. Yeah. I like that last thing. You trying to hear, you know? Right. Goddamn. Okay. You still rolling? Nah, I So, yeah, how did you get started in community activism? Uh, for me, you know, like I said, uh, my brother was a director of, assistant director of a juvenile facility. Uh, being that, uh, you know, uh, I had my own uh, transgressions, you know, being locked up, man, and being out here in these streets. But when you find your sense of knowing and you grow up, bro, Mm-hmm. Tired of seeing your friends getting killed, mm-hmm. you know, because you know I, I come through the late eighties, man. Okay, you know, a lot of us was got locked up. Some of us didn't make it, mm. and so you know, some point at that time, man, you say, man, look, man, I can't do this no more, and so uh, anymore. So I, I, I decided, you know, working with my brother, you know, he got me into juvenile. Uh, how I, I, I was fascinated how he was able to. Re, uh, redirect these young brothers mm-hmm. and that he has so much respect through the city officials, state officials, uh, even the young brothers in the community, man. So I kind of let him be my pilot. Mm. And so then when I got into, uh, uh, then I start, uh, got into Wee football coaching, a friend uh, okay. got me into that. And so that was my gateway. Got you. And so I started, you know, uh, reforming my kids. And what I seen by that is showing them a better way so they wouldn't slip it. Just thank God I I don't have one kid that I have coached, uh, incarcerated or killed or murdered a uh, couple of kids that come out of our accounts in the organization with Blue Raider. Mm-hmm. I thank them guys for giving that opportunity to uh, shed a little light uh, uh, to coach and uh, – See some of them kids, you know, they grown men now. Yeah. You know, I had a couple of kids that 
I coach go to college, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that, that was just a blessing, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, that I don't have to pick up the paper and say, hey, this, that was one of my kids. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, uh, they still dress me as coach, you know what I'm saying? They still love on me and respect me. That's what's up, man. And, uh, man, it takes a lot of fortitude and, and a lot of patience, man, because you get with them all, you know. Uh, crack babies, rentling babies, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Bad acts, but yeah. You know, you know, you go through that process for a couple of weeks, but you know, Coach Austin, he, he gonna watch Kyle. Uh, we, we gonna get it up out of you. Yeah. And that's why I try to, you know, get other people in the community to support your youth uh, programs. Yeah. Because these cats don't number one. These babies don't belong to us. Period. Yeah. But when you, if you ever go to a PB football game, you see a young brother that got maybe nineteen to twenty kids. Mm-hmm. That's that is not only a coach, that is a psychologist, right? Getting in their head, getting in. You have to get in yeah. their head in order to understand what they're going through at absolutely, home. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and and some of that. One thing, my my thing is that a kid would never come to my practice and be hungry. Mm. You can't produce it for me if you're hungry, brother. Right. And not only that, every uh, Tuesday I would have what you call school day. That's what I say, you know, hey, y'all, if y'all have any problems, before we even start practice, let's, let's sit down and talk about it. Mm. If you don't understand these plays, if I'm, if I'm a little bit too rough on you. Say uh, it now. Let's let's get it on now. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? get it on Because, you know, we all deserve you know, kids gonna tell the truth. They unfiltered anyway. You right, know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. They gonna let yeah, you so know. They, and uh, so from there, I, uh, I had some issues with my daughter in that school. That school didn't sit sit well with me. Mm-hmm. That how they kids was being overly stressed out to me, and so that drove me into get into the the school system. Mm. And so when I started researching the school system, see what they were doing to our kids, man. Say, brother, I, I'm going to tell you, man, the plot to dehumanize black children is 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 a disgrace to humanity. And, man, it'll make you damn near snap Yeah, when you see the play, what they're doing. What, what exactly are they doing? Uh, what I'm saying is the standardized testing is, 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 is a, a, you know, Pearson group, mm. which is over there in Europe. Oh, okay. And... Knowledge can't be measured by somebody's lens. Knowledge is universal. So how can you tell me you're going to play a game and have me my uh, my child a test that's designed for only white kids to pass, bro? Right, right. And then if they don't pass your test, you're going to categorize my child as a failure. And not only that, you know, it, it orchestrated the prison, the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 vine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so called now. It's no child left behind. What child? Who child? You talking about white boy? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You ain't talking about the brothers who look like you and I. Right. And so, man, you know. And then I got into uh, I got into that real tough, and started studying the Texas educational code, family codes, uh, constitutional law, mm-hmm. and that opened the gateway in understanding that you and I pay taxes for public schools. And how the hell are you going to be chump me off? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a damn fool. Right. And I send my school, my child to school eight hours a day 
and this the best that you could produce. Right. My child come on. And then you talking about, boy, why you acting like that? Boy, why you acting like that? I had to get on parents and say, hold on, wait, 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 wait. This is an orchest- orchestrated design creation of behavior problem. Mm-hmm. And then this is what it does. Uh they have a sign called Rocket Math that my daughters, I said, Rocket Math, what the hell is this? Rocket Math? Yeah, and it gives the child seven questions. I'm going to time you and see how fast you can get this problem done in this period of time, seven-minute period of time. So what does that do to the child mind? Yeah, yeah. Anxiety sets in. Yeah. And all this other fucked up shit that fucks with this house, this rationality and all this other shit. And... You miss one question, you'll fail you. So you got like bullshit fucked up. Right. You, you ain't finna stand on my child with no clock. Who the fuck are you? Right. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. No juris, you ain't got no goddamn jurisdiction on my child. Do it again. See if I let me stand over you with a goddamn clock. Yeah, yeah. See what it feel like. Yeah, yeah. And so, no, hell no. And see, then, then that's when I, as a parent, I realized, you know, uh, going into those penal codes and Texas Education Code, oh, shit. I'm 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 the president of this baby. Right. So based on and I got jurisdiction. Right. And so in that they I learned uh that you got parental rights. Mm. Over over the kid while they in school? You got damn right. Yeah. yeah. So and I mean, what exactly does that mean though? Is that according to based on your way of teaching mm-hmm. should line up with the schoolhouse as you got it laid out at home. It should not deviate. Each and every parent could do this. And uh, as I got into that, it's, uh, you can send, you can print this off. It's called a Declaration of Parental Rights. Uh-huh. And I discovered that I sent that shit to the school. Yeah. So the principal, the teacher signed it. I signed it. And the principal signed it. So you deviate from what the hell I tell you to do. I can then, take you to court. Mm. It's a binding contract. Now, I'll, then I discovered... Oh, bruh, brother Dante, you supposed to have a campus plan. What's a campus plan? That uh, as your child enters that school, uh-huh. you should have a plan out what, how you, that child should be disciplined and how that child should be learning according to your standards. Mm, to my standards of my child. Uh, correct. Okay. And so... And what they have is, well, our standards, our standards ain't my, are not my goddamn standards. Right. And so if they have to go outside what they call innovation uh, of the curriculum to help your child to get to understand, they're supposed to use every resource resource on the face of the planet Earth to uh, get your child to learn. And I told mine, don't you leave out that classroom until that woman tell you what you need to know till you get your clear understanding. Right. She did that to the gill. She smashed the gas on. Mm. And so I took a stand and went against one of the biggest demons, the four or five D. And along with Brother Cleveland, which they we belong to Friends of Kyle Park. And one of, Brother Cleveland was one of my mentors. Okay. Um, he, uh, we, went, we went inside that four or five D and told them what they ain't going to do. And, mm. we, and with that, we was able to get out of that, uh, what they call the Race and Equity Committee, first in the state of Texas came off our backs. Wow. We dealt with disciplinary problem, how to discipline our kids appropriately. You know, we brought in, uh, we encouraged push for horse therapy, you know, shit like yoga. Yeah, yeah. We pushed the arts. 
Yeah. You know, music, man. It's yeah. other outlets than trying to third party our kids all the time. You got us fucked up, man. Right, right. So that leads that third party leads to T uh Kimball Road to T Y C. See that pipeline? Mm. And because you don't know how to communicate with our kids, you you wanna And T Y C what, a, a juvenile Yeah, correctional facility? facility. Okay. And so because you don't have the aptitude or the knowledge to deal with our children. Because our children sometimes may have social problems at home. Yeah. And our kids talk with their hands. Yeah. And that's how they are. And think of it is, you got to have that type of particular teacher to deal with our kids on that level to bring the elevations down. Now, let me ask you this. Does that that same principle, does that apply to, um, like, charter schools? Yeah. So all schools, all schools, brother. You, you. Uh, uh, prime example is private school. Oh, okay. Private school got a, um, a little uh, mandate to where the parent you pay for it. Yeah. So they can't deviate from what you want to want them to do, and yeah. I go about teaching your child. And so it's the same thing, man. It's just parents need to know know their rights and be careful. What I told, and I discovered too, is that little shit they sent home. Their parent permission for them and all that other bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, disciplinary shit and if you read it very carefully at the end they say each and every parent should sign mm. and we it be some we be overwhelmed with the damn paperwork right but you sign away your parental rights because they say that our stand is you from the time that child enters the, enters the school from the bus stop to the school see I need to start looking at my stand see so what the only thing a parent should do is sign emergency card that means that you got any problems with but my child called Call me, me right. right off the bat. But you need to print off that declaration of uh, parental rights. And uh, that way, that's a, a bonding statutory contract that's, that's bound by the, uh, by the state. Mm. That you I look, I sent this here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got it on file. Yeah. I got one. So why didn't you do what I asked you to do when it came to dealing with my child? Now, does that does that apply to all states, or is that specifically just for Texas? Uh, I, I can't. Well, it should apply because a lot of it is constitutional. Okay. And so, but for Texas, for sure. Okay. For sure. And like I said, it's up chapter twenty six, Texas Family Code uh, five three zero zero one. And if you look at your Fourteenth Amendment rights, understand me, it's very clear. Yeah. And so, I mean, you just we just have to look at it like that, from that perspective of. Uh, you as a human being, and you know it's a violation of the universe. Yeah. But from that journey, that brought me to the brotherhood movement because people seen how we were able to get the Afro American curriculum in the in the school, made some majorly changes. The school is the post. If you don't have a good head of school, it affects your uh, social economics. When I'm talking about the grocery stores, your yeah. housing, uh, everything, your taxes, whatever, man, you know, they take that. Them test scores and, and 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 tell them where to put the damn prisons so and the jobs. My, what's the what's the alternative? Because I was even I was talking to my wife about mm-hmm. after my son get out of elementary school, mm-hmm. taking him out of that system and homeschooling him, so we can teach him what we want to know: real life skills, mm-hmm. how to count money, math. What are assets? What are liabilities? Like other life skills that he gonna really need? Cause I feel like junior high don't teach you shit. But they don't. They don't teach you shit. Sex education, 
and motherfucking what other other bullshit? Because I didn't, I don't remember nothing I learned in, in junior high, but I was thinking like maybe I should take my son out of junior high and then put him back into maybe high school just so he can get that diploma. But what it is that you have to challenge what they're doing. Okay. And if it take you suing them, like, you know, our, our, our Caucasian people do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just galvanize the parents mm. in the community that you deal with. Uh, your friends and say, hey, man, no. Yeah, This yeah. shit ain't right. Yeah. And start looking at the books they feed. No, this ain't enough. Yeah. And so what I said with that Afro-American curriculum, that that takes away it because what the default is, brother, they don't see themselves in everyday curriculum. Right. And so even the white psychologists are beginning to see, hey, we have made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And now the state is saying now we we have to teach them culture. See, three things we have to have culture, communication, and uh, what's the other one? I forgot the third yeah. C. It's three C's that we got to have, man. And this came out of a study by some brothers out of San Antonio. Okay. And so that's the main thing is you got a curriculum. Mm-hmm. That's the three C's, culture, communication, curriculum. Okay. And they have curriculums out there. You know what I'm saying? And then when you start digging into their shit, yeah. I don't care, man. That's public information. You can file open records. I want to see every goddamn thing. Yeah. And you see a deficiency of curriculums that don't align with our children of African descent and you're going to take my goddamn tax dollars for this type of shit? No, you're a lie. Right. And also, just like you got this show here, brother, you can become a vendor in that school district to where you can come in and have a somewhat morning show with them kids and get let them get it out, brother. Mm. They post a, we are equal partners in subchapter 26. Zero, zero, 001 tell you that we are equal partners. That mean there's some bitch in that school teacher, that principal, and the motherfuckers on that school board. So how the hell we equal partners? And and, and I'm I'm at default, right? And I went at the table when you make these motherfucking policy. You goddamn lie, right? So you got to hold them what they say on paper. Uh, Sub chapter uh, education code, I think it's one hundred four, social science. Mm-hmm. It tell you from the first goddamn script, each and every child to know their community and culture, bro. Yeah. That shit is on paper. Right, right, yeah. And so anytime they don't do what they say do, we got to hold their ass accountable. And yeah. that's what I mean. You know, you go to the west side, and them people over there on the west side, the rich folks, that's they come in there, motherfuckers, and tell them, <laughs> we need a new school. Right, right. Uh, we need these programs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because those people over there, those individuals, they don't see themselves as common white folks. They see mm-hmm. themselves as white supremacy. White supremacy are the motherfuckers that run J.P. Morgan, mm-hmm. them damn doctors and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fortune 500. That's that's their vision for their children. Right. You know right. what I'm saying. You ain't the worker. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying. Yeah. You're the employer. Yeah. So that's how that's the difference between white supremacy and white nationalism. White nationalism, the motherfuckers can help us if they wanted to, bro. <laughs> right, right. But white, white supremacy, the motherfuckers, uh, uh, the Bill Gates, the Warren Buffets, mm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, the dude, uh, Beto, them type of cats like that, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. JP Morgan. Yeah. Motherfucker that own uh, Bank of America. See, that's white supremacy. Yeah. And But the mother motherfuckers that walk around here with that hooping and hollering and 
them broke trap. Yeah. Them motherfuckers. They just, they, they in the same bucket as we are. <laughs> like I say again, brother, them motherfuckers couldn't help us <laughs> if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what, do, I'm, what is like, is there a plan or what should, what should if, if, if a parent is listening to this right now, right? Mm-hmm. And they was like, you know what? I want to slowly or either put this in place one, fill out the parent. Um, what is the form? Uh, uh, you can go. Uh, it's coming. It's coming from the Texas Justice Center. Uh, Declaration of Parental Rights. Okay, and then send that. That's the first step. Send that's that the to first the first step. And do not sign that bullshit. A disciplinary uh, shit. Yeah. Put that shit in, in the trash. Okay. Just sign the emergency card. Okay. Nothing that's what else. you buy on. Nothing else. Okay. Nothing else. Because some you got an issue. Call me. Gotcha. Or email me. Right. Text me. Yeah, whatever. Before you make a move, let me handle the situation. Because nine times out of ten, we control hours on the phone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or set up an equitable uh, uh, meeting with the with the teacher so you can see what's going on. Yeah. And a lot of times it is that our behavioral problems is because lack of I identity. They don't see themselves in the curriculum, and our children get bored. Right, and Man. they get frustrated. So, where is like? Because it's so man. I feel like we so we so behind the eight ball sometimes, and it's like, even as a father, it's like okay, I don't know where I need to start. Man, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. This this is what you do, brother. Start. With fundamental, it's, it's 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 a thing called heritage box. Heritage box, okay. That you can order online, okay. And it take you step by step by the age of teaching them uh, African culture, okay. What that does for our children, this is why they so quick to destroy them. They knew, they know that we are the founders of the earth, the rulers, the rulers of the earth. Mm-hmm. They don't want us to come back into that fold again. And so what they try to do is destroy what they call the third or the pioneer gland and the pituitary gland. Uh, that's what makes us tick. We don't teach our kids about the nine chakras, mm-hmm. uh, human dignity. And if our kids get that antidote and open that shit up, yeah, we will destroy them and they know it. The nine chakras. Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you start with their meditation ain't never hurt nobody that's what that shit is all about because yeah. if nine chakras deal with your attitude your mood what makes you tick yeah and so also make sure your child has a healthy diet man so none of that lunchbox shit none of that yeah you know man feed man our grandma and them didn't, we, didn't, we didn't eat like that bro <laughs> exactly yeah and this uh, you know this masturbation of the mind we like shit that feel good and don't produce nothing man mm. stop lying to your goddamn kids you don't know fat ass white boy ain't came down that chimney right and I see I, I'm I'm uh, on the fence about it cause at on one point I still want the innocence of my son you know what I mean but at, but at one point I'll be like nah I need to tell this nigga exactly yeah, I need to tell yeah. him exactly Shit. what's going on you gotta tell him what's going you on you know man. what I mean I didn't hide it from my daughter man my daughter go to HBCU right now Mm, which one? Uh, Texas Southern University. Okay, TSU. Shout yeah. out to TSU. Yeah, and you know, uh, my dad graduated from there. My mom graduated from there, so she likes third generation. Mm, okay. And so, my whole thing is, man, is that 
we have to teach our children liberation before education. Mm. So you liberate them by teaching them their culture, and they have a better understanding. Once they once they see that, hey, we built the pyramids. Yeah, that should open up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went up and down the Nile. You start teaching your child about Nile Valley civilization. Now we created all this shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and so that sense of no changed their attitude. That I'm not what they say they they said I was. Mm-hmm. We ain't no minus. We ain't no motherfucking minority. Fuck you, right? White boy, <laughs> right? Right? You know you you bully ass nigga. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Who do you to tell tell me what I am? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we designed this shit. And see, you gotta understand. It was like the 16 to 17 dynasty before the white boy even got came into the goddamn light. Mm. Like how many dynasties? That, you know, come on, dude. Yeah. But what they heard, they was crappy and manipulating this bullshit when it came. Slavery didn't come to, to the tail end of the African dynasty, man. Mm-hmm. We talking about like the 26th dynasty, bro. Yeah. That's when the slavery was invoked in. And you know what I'm saying? And we let too many, we too goddamn forgiving, man. That's what I hate. Yeah. That's what I hate. That's what I hate about us, man. That's exactly what I hate about us. And people be like, just pray it away. Just see that just, bullshit. Just, just that, pray. I, I, look, that goddamn <laughs> prayer, that goddamn hope. I hate that going. shit, man. Man, you know, I ain't telling shit. I'm not. And this is what we're afraid of, man. And, and African spirituality was was a, a was the best thing handed to me. Mm. And when I start studying, uh, uh, I get your child hidden colors, man. One through, I think they should be on number six, man. Mm. Or Dr. Henry Clark, the great mighty walk. Henry. Those are visuals, man. Yeah. Each and everybody that's African descent, even Hispanic, because they don't know who the fuck they are. I call them Mexicans. Mexicans. <laughs> they just put the E in front of the I. Mm. It was niggas over there. Yeah, yeah. The Spaniards were white boys. The Moors came across there and civilized that goddamn ass. And then want to give them funny name like a kid. He's motherfucker was dark as you and I, bro. Yeah, man, fuck this shit, man. So where, matter of fact, speaking of the church, where is where is the church when it comes to something like um, Atatiana? Uh, where, where are they? What is their participation in all of this? Because Look, I I didn't see not one. I haven't heard. Maybe I'm just ignorant. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard not one pastor speak out about the Fort Worth police because this is not the first. Incident. incident, you know nah, what I'm saying? This, this go around, bro. Because uh, I went global. Uh, Dr. Michael Bell, um, he spoke out, but a lot of these niggas, you know, they get these stifers from mm. the, from these from these uh, white folks. Mm, okay, niggas ain't for to mess up their money. Yeah, being correct. But now, what it did do? It did put a lot of pressure and embarrassment on their ass. Mm. And he said, y'all can't get it, we'll get it. This is the first time at that first rally that they ever seen black men on, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ran the mail up out of there. Yeah. And they ain't never seen no shit like that other than some gang activity, but some revolutionary shit. That's the first time Fort got their little ground cracked. Mm. And so... That it wasn't for the ministry at that period of time. Yeah, we tell them niggas, y'all niggas stay at home. Right. 
Don't get in our way. We don't come in your church. We got this. <laughs> we got this one. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, like I said, that's why bro got that, got the uh, murder charge. Which bro? Uh, uh, the white boy. Oh, from um, from out Tatiana. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And I did say Aaron that, Dean. I want yeah, to say Aaron his Dean. Name. Uh, yeah. Uh, Roma that attacked the brother at the JPS. I think it was JPS hospital at the hospital. One of them hospitals. He beat up the brother for nothing. But uh, he got a conviction on him. Mm. And so uh, on this one uh, with the Tatiana, uh, being that it brought so much attention, uh, you know, you got motherfuckers in the background like Lee the Snake Merritt. You don't like Merritt? No, man. See, think about me. I always do my research, bro. Yeah. That nigga Crump, Al Sharpton. These niggas gatekeeping motherfuckers, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And see, uh, and we send word to him. Don't bring your ass over here no more, nigga. Who to? Uh, Lee Merritt. Lee Merritt. Uh-huh. First thing this man did. How you gonna fight somebody about the burial of their own child? Mm-hmm. This man has set up a GoFundMe without nobody's permission, and the dad told him, "Look, man, I don't need your money. I can bury my own child." He set up a GoFundMe without permission from the family. I mean, the aunt ain't the family. Daddy, right, right. The the daddy. Daddy. Yeah. Wow. And he's the same attorney that was on the, the Amber Geiger case, right? Man, let me tell you something about this nigga, man. That nigga can't represent you in, in municipal court. <laughs> Why you say that, man? Why you say that? Because he don't. He can't. Lee married full of shit. And I hope he's listening. Really? Don't bring your motherfucking ass over here no more. We ain't playing with you. <laughs> What's going on? Talk to me. What What is the issue? See, that bullshit is to throw us off from the, that boule shit. See, the nigga frat brothers with Roy West. Mm. I I don't. I mean, I don't like Roy West at all. Okay, I don't, I don't know who, who's Roy West. He he's a senator, and I, uh, you remember Dallas Carter, Dallas Carter, uh, football players. No. Anyway. I know they did a movie about yeah, him see, a little while ago. See, that motherfucker right there, what they held, withheld out was that he handed them niggas a statement. And to had read. To read and incriminate themselves on goddamn me national TV. Lee Mary did it. No. Roy oh, Roy, Roy Rest. Okay. And after he did that shit, he went to the state senate. Mm. Let me see. Then you, if you pull up right now, the Dallas Boulay, he the second motherfucker you see. Mm. See the boule, them motherfucking niggas right there. Some of them may be your friends. Now I ain't, I ain't from Texas, so I'm just you yeah. ain't listening. Don't explain <laughs> a goddamn Texas thing, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay. You did? Yeah, yeah. All the motherfuckers, the Fortune 500 niggas. Mm, boule okay. niggas. Yeah. yeah. A majority of your sorority sisters. Mm. AKA, see that's they play to get in the boule. Yeah, and them motherfuckers right there. How the fuck you gonna be part of something, and you take an oath to serve the global white elite? And see what I found at WD the boy was on that bullshit. I threw that book in the goddamn trash. Because mm. what they do? How you gonna take an oath to serve the global white elite? Ain't got to do some compromise yourself as a human being by performing a homosexual act to be a part of that bullshit. You mean like fraternities and sororities? Dig. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm a part of a fraternity 
But I ain't have to do no homosexual shit to, uh, to I see, I see. I'm just saying the boule. I ain't saying. Oh, the boule. Okay. But some of them motherfuckers get into that shit. Like, Royce West is, uh, I think he's part of the Omega. Oh, uh, okay. Alpha. He, might, he, might, he might be Alpha Brother one or two. Okay. Now, I live in Houston. Now, them Alpha Brothers, they ain't, they ain't right. <laughs> Something ain't right about them. No, ain't right, man. There's a, okay. a lot of that gay shit going on with you. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But the, I don't know if you heard of the Talented talent Ten. Talented Tent? No. No, nah, that's what that bullshit is about, man. The black boobs white. I mean, research it, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, because you put me on game right yeah, now. Yeah, like that nigga Cory Booker, Camilla Harris. They off in that shit, man. Really? And you, and you look at Camilla Harris, man. Many niggas, she didn't sunt again. You sunt to jail in her motherfucking district. Yeah. Don't be fooled by Maxine Waters. Look at Maxine Waters' goddamn district. Ain't doing shit. Yeah, yeah. But hooping and hollering, man. Fuck this shit, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we got to come be more... Uh, revolutionary at this point of time, man. We at all costs, bro. This shit is getting real ugly. So, how do you galvanize, or how do you, you know, come up with a plan for for you to, for the people to move in a certain? You in dare a certain ask way? me that old idiotic ass question. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You got a grandfather? Didn't your parents go through the civil rights movement? So, my dad, me and my dad never had a relationship, right? I'm just saying, somebody in your in your family as an African person of African American went through the civil rights shit. Bullshit. I think the oldest the oldest person that I know in my uh, family right now is my my father my my grandmother's past. Um my grandfather he passed. He from actually he's from Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um the oldest person is probably my mom. And but she was born the, in the sixties. But I'm saying is that she 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 was there, bro. Yeah. What I'm just saying is that my dad grew up in a critical time in Waco, Texas, going through the integration bullshit. Okay. But they said, fuck it, man, white boy. We ain't taking this bullshit no more. Yeah. See, it's your attitude. You got to change your goddamn attitude. Our parents went through hell, man. Yeah. I mean, cats lost their lives, man, jeopardized their jobs, and they were your note. Mm. But the Negro... A Negro kicked your goddamn ass. Yeah. With that bullshit. Right. And then we got out there after they killed off our strong leaders, we went, we went to this black shit. Mm. This black shit. And we got watered down doing that Jesse Jackson bullshit. Yeah. It's okay. Hold a hand. It's all right, brother. Forgive him. See, I'm not. I'm not on the forgive them. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm that's. I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking about. That's what happened yeah, to yeah, us, bro. Yeah. And now we don't have. And the revolutionary music went away. Yeah. After they killed off the revolution. Yeah. Now we see it trying to be trickled back in through uh, what's his name, Kendrick Lamar, mm. and then you know Schoolboy Q, Neil, uh, J Cole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Through the music. Through the music. Mm-hmm. And the music will change the culture. Because now they being more conscious because they see the bullshit that's coming down. Because ain't can't nobody fix us but us. What you got to do is just start with yourself and be around like-minded people to change this shit. You see something wrong, and white boy, if you stay next to me, fuck your feelings. Yeah. Because you don't give a damn about mine. You're unapologetic about what they do, man. They always have been, and they always will be. I ain't seeing none of all of them, but that, 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 the ones that do are apologetic about that shit is very small. But then again, they wait till they old. Mm. They wait till they old. 
because they want to find their Jesus. They're trying to make it to heaven. Yeah. And you find that old white man, that motherfucker will tell you everything. Pull up on him. See, that's what I need. I don't I don't know no real old See, white people. That I'm would. just to find you one. Yeah. That motherfucker will tell you everything. Because, yeah. you know, he wants forgiveness. Yeah. His forgiveness is by hipping you to some shit that you should have been told a long time ago. Yeah. And that's how the motherfuckers operate. See, to study them, we got to study, like we study ourselves, we got to study the motherfuckers also. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm just in a I'm I'm in a distant mm. a different belief on on the way I go about it right because I've seen or I've read I've read up on how they got rid of the Black Panthers you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. anybody who was out front or who was one of the uh, political leaders you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They raided the house, shot all of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because they can identify with a group of people. You know what I mean? So mine, I'm more like I studied or I read a book on um on was it the art of war, I think? Yeah, I got that book. It's a good book. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like when if my enemy, I don't want you to see me coming. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't want you to see me coming. I don't want to make no announcement. I don't want to make no whole lot of noise before I get you. Because the, they said the first um, the first line of defense or something like that is to startle them or to be um, to not know they're coming. So when you when you if you can, when you when you run up on somebody, right? They don't they don't know how to react because they not they not ready for it. But if I tell my enemy or somebody who I want to get that I'm coming or I'm a, this what I'm gonna do to you, that's why I don't make threats to people because mm-hmm. I don't want you to know. Yeah. I don't want you to know what I'm about to do. I want you to not see it coming. I want you to be unprepared for what I'm about to do. So that's why when my way of going about it is mm-hmm. keeping my mouth shut and strategically planning shit. You know what I'm saying? So that way, when I do come, I'm and and I'm planning all the way till to the end. I'm not planning. Okay, once I come in, this is what I'm gonna do, and then that's it. I'm planning. Okay, once I do this, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And then once I once I consider the threat to be determinated or terminated. Then that's when I that, that's when I will pull up or pull back. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I hate when people be like, oh, "I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and we gonna do this." I'm not a rah rah type of dude. I'm yeah, a, I'm the one that's just gonna sit in the back, chill, observe everything happen, notate it, and then go away quietly and just plan my strategy on how I'm gonna get your ass back. You know what I'm saying? So well, for me, you know, um, like I say. Uh, the tactics is, uh, you know, some of my heroes are like Muhammad. I, I, I love Muhammad Ali. Yeah, me too. I, I love Dick Gregory. And, and you know, uh, the whole civil rights movement, I, I don't never just give one uh, accolade to Dr. King. Uh, it was a multitude of people, you know. Absolutely. I think they downplayed Mecca Everest too much for me. Mm, okay. Uh, the Cats and Snook, you know what I'm saying? Stokely Carmichael, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we don't give enough uh, homage to uh, Adam Clayton Powell. Mm, okay. Clayton Powell, tell him, <laughs> he told him back then. He told him where to go and where to stick it. Yeah. And Clayton Powell would make that ass buckle. Yeah. Because he told him, motherfucker, you can't win without my district. So what is it that, so 
What is it that, that we asking for? What is it that we looking for? Because some of that, some of that, some of that, man, you you have to be upfront and straight. I mean, my dad always told me, let the motherfuckers know what's on your goddamn mind, right? Because ain't bunch of scared some bitches anyway. And so, uh, sometimes tactic can be aggressive. It can be non-aggressive, passive mm-hmm. aggressive. Uh-huh. You got to know when to be aggressive. What I'm saying is when you see injustice to your child, you're going to be mad in the motherfucker. You ain't trying to hear that shit. Off rip, yeah. Yeah, your understanding is going to be totally different. You ain't right. going to lay back in the cut and right. that's something keep on going. That's that's the way I look at things that the injustice that's being done to my people is an imminent threat and is a, 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 a totally inhumane that you'll do that to another human being f- for no apparent reason because you think you're getting your jollies off. Right. Because you think that's the way the blueprint's supposed to go. Uh so you, I have to. I'm a, I'm more aggressive when it comes to when I see the injustice to my people. Right. I don't give a damn what color you are. Right. If you look like us, you know, and you doing some of this bullshit, we gotta address it, bro. Yeah. And that's what thing we don't do. You know, we gotta address it, whether you know they doing some things that we see that is fundamentally not right. See, our group, uh, along with uh, Black Empowerment. We just don't deal with that shit. We deal with all social issues. We deal with, uh, you know, we see, you know, cats on the, on the corner store terrorizing. We deal with them, bro. Because mm. we ain't going, we don't tolerate it. Right. Uh, as men. Right. And if we see uh, things like human trafficking going on, we're going to hunt your ass down like a damn dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause we ain't gonna tolerate it. Yeah, and I think it needs to be more men stepping up for our women too. Yeah, and so you know what I mean, and not only that, it's, it's happening to children. Right. And so we deal with, you know, if we got to deal with the gatekeepers, we deal with the gatekeepers. Cause sometimes you get skewed when you get caught up in this color thing, bro. And when it's, you know, in the back door, you got some bros doing more evil, god dog on me to us than these white folks. True that. And so we deal with it all. So we don't discriminate when it comes to uh, What's right. protecting the citizenry of people of African descent. We ain't, we say protect that word protect. Don't don't. It's not equated with a color. We talking about any any injustice that's going on uh, in the community. We gonna deal with it. And so that's where I look at it, man. I think everybody should look at uh, you know your your community, man. Your community control your taxes, your police department, shit, every your schools. Uh, you know, that's why I tell them, man, we, I don't, you know, we got to get rid of these goddamn hoods. We lost too much with these hoods. Yeah, hoods ain't yeah. hoods. It's too corrupt. Yeah. And, you know, it's too much bullshit. You know, if we start having communities, attitudes will change when we start. I mean, if you haven't seen your neighbor in a couple of days, you know, hey, bro, don't take me. Like, I, I ain't seen this nigga in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's happening? Uh, yeah. You know, you might be sick. I don't know. Right. His brother, is there anything I can do for you, bro? Right. You know? You need me to mow the yard, take out the trash, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. See, we used to have that type of attitude back then, you know, coming up in the 70s, but we got to go back to that. I ain't like we don't know how to do We choose not to do it. So it's our attitudes is our biggest problem. And once we start, uh, and it's gradually coming back. That's what I want to get back to. I, w- I want to get yeah, back to man. that. Yeah, man. So when you start, just like this show, man, we did, that we're doing right now. You know, just have you a plan, man. Yeah. A, a mission plan that you're going to put together and say, hey, man, this is what I'm going to do. 
You know what I'm saying? Whatever lane you choose to go, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make this shit happen. Yeah. And just like that MLK parade, a lot of people think we weren't gonna pull it out. Mm. We cracked the concrete with that parade. Yeah. We don't have to go downtown. We can bring it back into the community so the community can see what can be accomplished uh, by putting this together. It wasn't no violence, one not one incident, bro. We had vendors. You know, we had different lights. You know, car clubs, horse clubs. You know, mm. Hispanic brothers and sisters rolling with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, United for Work rolling with us. You know what I'm saying? And they were just totally shocked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The different, you know, motorcycle clubs, man. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, uh, walkers, you know, polit- some politicians, uh, you know, dance teams. You know what I'm saying? So, we... What I, I wanted to do was to show the whole makeup of a community mm, okay. that we can come here and have this constructive event without being destructive. Right. And so we come back again uh, to help Brother Jermaine Trotter with the jet relays. And so we're going to do the same thing again. But in that, but next year, what I'm going to do in the MLK Parade, we're going to have debate teams. I'm going to have all kinds of chess Chess match, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something that's that's, that's going to change that concept, man, right. of this goddamn me booty shaking all the goddamn time. <laughs> right. Open open mic, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, uh, something that's going to challenge your intellect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, uh, that's my plan. You got to change the outcome. Just like we run around here with these football teams. Football teams, basketball teams, good. Nigga, where's your chess club? Right. Where's the young adult debate team? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if we start channeling that shit in, even, you know, sisters ought to be out there showing sisters how to do home economics, eating healthy, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have all that shit this go around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, taking care of ourselves. And so as we clean up and detox, you know what I'm saying, we still give lessons, bro. We got the playbook. We ain't using the motherfucker. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what, you know, following Dick Gregory – and another cat named Mark from Anaheim, which we call the early uh, warning system, uh, Brother Carl Nelson show, you know, shit like that, man. We got to be conscious of, of what's going on, man. And until we begin to empower ourselves, which we had the, all this once before, we can get it back. I ain't believe in that shit, man. Yeah. You know, and so it might take us a little time, but we got to start somewhere, bro. Right. And when it start at home, and if you get them boys together, young ladies, and just form some. Right. And you just raise them up. Yeah. And the same thing, like, you know, in football, you know, we get them kids in flag. And from flag, you know, we take them all the way through seniors. Mm, okay. And so we have to use that same concept. That's what a community does is is, is love your neighbor, man. Mm. Understand your neighbor. If you got to go back into the community, I mean, just like some brothers uh, over there at Eastland right now, they teaching uh, therapy. Meditation, uh, financial literacy. Mm. I mean, they going right into the hood, man. And African spirituality, which brings uh, human dignity, values of doing what our ancestors done uh, in ancient and times of antiquity, ancient times. Uh, if we get back to what belongs to us, and that'll open up the chamber of understanding each other instead of letting this European concept. Which got us fucked up, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We emasculating our men. Uh, 
women are just we just we just jacked up, man, and yeah. we act like that's part of our society. Right. And now this is a European concept that we ain't we we didn't come up with that bullshit. Yeah. And we just let it go on. You know what I'm saying? And you know, uh and, and we we're gonna have to deal with some shit. Yeah. In our community, man. Let, let me ask you this. What do you think about cause the a lot of stuff that you're saying, I've heard it from like Omar Johnson. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about Omar Johnson? I mean, Doc, you know, he he he, he on point. You okay. know what I'm saying? But uh to me, you know, we we have to start you could talk about the shit, but you gotta be frontline with your shit. When I'm talking about going in and challenging and raising, like right now, part of my mission is to get some of these young brothers and sisters, teach them local government. Mm, okay. Then out of that out of that out of those lessons, we we are we are we're boosting a city councilman or a state senator that's going to challenge some policies. We so duped out with this damn uh, democratic process of uh, a mindset for the Afro American. It's bullshit. Democrats ain't did shit for us, really, man. Yeah. The, only, the, only, the only person that did for us was uh, Linda Bain Johnson. Linda B. Johnson? Yep. That was it? That was it, bro. And 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 Obama didn't have no damn black agenda. And then anybody that you vote for should have a black agenda. If not, man, you pissing in the wind, you know, tell your ass. Yeah. And as we raise these uh, young brothers and sisters, we teach them, don't you go into nothing unless you have a black agenda. Mm. And so that's what you should teach your child, young brother at home. Like I told my daughter, you, you go off in there going to college. And you say whatever career, I think I'm uh, health administration. Cool. But reach back and grab the ones. Don't close the gate. Yeah. That's what them boule niggas do. Yeah. They close the gate. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't kiss that ring, bro. Yeah. And I had the motherfuckers behind that pulpit. How the hell we go to Dallas? I call it the big triangle. You got Friendship West, the other motherfucker up the street. Potter House? Yeah, in the pot house. That's the big triangle. Yeah. How the fuck y'all got all that goddamn money and we go west of Wheaton and it ain't nothing but it's dust. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, what God you serve? <laughs> I tell you to do some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you tell me out of three and uh uh what's that nigga? Uh Ricky Rush Church. I ain't that far away. That don't make no sense, bro. Listen, they say in the hood is churches and liquor stores on every corner, man. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I, of course, I know why. It's by design. You know what I mean? But because we want to make sure that you nice and drunk, go out and do something crazy. They're going to put you down. And then you're going right, to go right back in church and ask the Lord for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Forgive whoever that did something to you. Don't forget, we gotta pay that nigga on the way out. Yeah, don't forget. And I ain't, I ain't, I ain't not, man. You know what? Let me ask you this. I don't, I don't wanna go. I know I don't wanna get you all of a tangent. Yeah, but man, let me, let me tell you something, man. Go ahead. Down. And like I'm gonna tell y'all again, brother Dante, I'm not built for the, that nigga to go work one day out of the motherfucking week. Play play on your mom's emotions and tell her to stick something in this plate. 
and tell her to tie For what? Nigga, when the last time you seen the bank of Jesus? The bank of God? (laughs) See, I don't argue with niggas that can't count to three. Yeah, yeah. And I tell them niggas right today, and I hope the motherfuckers listening. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this, Dante, and I want you to think about it. Take this home with you. Okay. Now, we didn't read Genesis, God created heaven and earth, such and so forth. Animals, trees, wind. Then he created man. Mm-hmm. Hold up. The brother's name was Adam. Well, who is this motherfucker telling this story? Adam ain't been created yet. <laughs> <laughs> See how the bullshit works? Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to tell you how they minimize that makes the creator. I'm going to tell you. I got three stories for you now. Okay. Now, they said... <laughs> To put the blood over the dope. Put the blood over? I never heard of that. No, this is, this is, I think, uh, oh, okay. Exodus doing something like that in the next Leviticus, one of them. Okay. So the deaf angel won't pass you by, you know, during the times of Moses and shit. Uh huh. Wait a minute. This is the God that knows I don't see y'all. You trying to tell me the creator of all things don't know this is your black ass behind that dope, don't you? <laughs> 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 see how the bullshit works, man? Listen, I'm I'm with you. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not saying how this bullshit works, man. I'm, I'm just with saying, you, yeah. I'm just saying this type of bullshit we feel to show our kids. But then again, they said, "Well, you know, my brother, he 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 he." Uh, I'm gonna tell you, my daughter told me. She said, uh, "Fuck me up too, man." <laughs> she said, uh, "No, nah, Jesus wasn't born in the winter time. He wanted to live." He said, "She told me." She said, uh, "Why would you? Ain't no way in the world he been born." Uh, in the winter time, because he would have froze the deal. I shut the fuck up. <laughs> what in here, innkeeper, inhumane motherfucker gonna tell you to stay in the manger with it? You got a newborn baby. Yeah. And it's cold as motherfucker. <laughs> and what makes you think that baby gonna be warm? See, and I think, and that's that, man. Come on, man. Yeah, it is, it is a bunch of BS, but I feel like what, what, Cause I I don't I don't read the Bible at all. Uh, I, we talking about we talking about logic and right. what we pro, how the Creator works. Right. And from what I know about the Bible mm. is is not word for word or it's not it's not uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's not Alleg- literal. It's allegory. Yes, it's allegory. Mm. Right. These stories are just made up made up to just for you to understand and try to get a point across. But see, it's, it's a crime. It's not actually Dante. literally. Dante. You know what I mean? I just want to be the devil's advocate. Okay, what I'm, I'm saying is, I'm going to tell you where to get the bullshit from. <laughs> okay. These are African stories they got from the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Mm, okay. You can read every fucking floor story and it's just uh Asa, Aset, and Haru is giving you your Jesus shit. Mm. And uh, this third day shit, all that bullshit come out. Resurrection, all that shit come out of out of this, out of these stories. I possess this book. And these are just African stories. And I'm going to take it that you're a sharp guy because you got this podcast shit. I'm thinking your math is pretty sharp, huh? Absolutely. So how the fuck this nigga down on a Friday evening? Mm-hmm. Rise Sunday morning. Nigga, how the hell is that three days? Who told you that bullshit? <laughs> but you're going to tell your son that bullshit. You dig? Yeah. 
And my, my daughter says, you see, other thing she got this but I ain't no bunny that ain't no egg. She walking with a brother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sit back. We still waiting on that bullshit. But we talking about things that they, they in line with our, our ancestors was the spring celestial and the winter celestial. Mm-hmm. Reverse that shit, man. And see if you don't land on the winter celestial. And you reverse it another nine months or so, and you'll hit the spring celestial. Now, I'm going to take it that my mama died in December, right? Uh-huh. My mama can't die in two months, nigga. <laughs> Sometime Easter. <laughs> Sometimes she ain't free about that shit. Yeah. And my girl said, what the new moon got to do with anything with y'all? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It makes but, sense. I'm with uh, you. Hey, bro. I'm with you. This I, is the shit. That they try to. No, your kids will challenge your ass on me. Right. Bro. They'll beat your ass with their phone. Right, right. So what I'm just saying is, we got to start telling the goddamn truth. Right. And them kids will look it up. Yeah. They'll do it. Yeah. And they'll say, well, dad, you know, shit. You know, you tell me to tell you truth, but you tell me this bullshit. Right. And why is you lying to me? It's gonna come, and it's and it's coming. Yeah. So, only thing we can do is do our best work, man. While we got our platforms, and we ain't nobody clean, bro. Right. Our first one mission, mission. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, but I'm trying to get cleaner as an individual as I take my journey in. What I try to do is just lay a pathway for these young brothers and sisters how to how to how to fight this shit like my like my dad and them do. You know. Well, it's disappointing. Sometimes you you got to look at what uh, Brother Malcolm, uh, the, the Panther movement, mm-hmm. and you know uh, some of these other cats. You know, Brother Fred Hampton, you know, Baba Dick Gregory. Uh, what would we be if we didn't have them cats, man? Right. To even go back in, you know, Doctor Henry Clark, Doctor Ben Yakin, and you know, Brother Sam Termina, uh Doctor Francis Crest, with ISIS paper, man. We can go back and get that shit, man. Yeah. And we yeah. can read that shit. Say okay. It's just like a gumbo, man. We got to take that shit and put it in that pot till it come out right and tastes good. Mm. And so it ain't like, my grandma always tell me, it ain't like you can't get your lesson. You just choose not to get it. Mm. We get caught up in this other bullshit and we forget. Yeah. We get cute because we got this zip code disease. Right. <laughs> right. But we forgot. But then again, when we go to the family reunion, Hey, Pokemon, what's up? You know, man, we play balls, man. We would jump, <laughs> jump across the creek with the dirt bike and all that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, we played hard in the motherfucking projects, man. You remember that shit? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Last question. Last yeah. question. Got to wrap up a little bit. Okay. What do you think about reparations? What's your take on reparations? If a nigga owe you some money, you don't get it. So that, that's that, plain and simple. Plain and simple. Motherfuckers owe. So how would it how would it be distributed? Uh, who, they distributed. Who, who, oh, you know, for did. me, you know, let me tell you something, man. Every every person in America should get a stifing, a monthly stifing. Mm-hmm. And that's of African descent. And I got actually, I need to get on my uh, shit. I got documents of my grandfather born in slavery. Uh, um, but. Thing of it is, what what stifles us. I'm gonna tell you this: what got us was the Dred Scott case of 1857, Stanford versus Dred Scott. When, based on the U.S. Constitution and how it was written, and the arguments were that we were brought here as to work 
we were chattel property. Mm. And until we say that now, in the sense that you can say, I'm Haitian, I can, I'm, I'm ancient Egyptian. Yeah. You have a right to. See, the thing of it is, we got to have a homeland first, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got to claim our homeland. Yeah. That makes us sovereign. Then you have to go back and, and, and file what we're supposed to file. But what Brother Malcolm was doing, what got him killed, you know, he was filing those uh, criminal charges against America for uh, violating human rights. Mm. And that should be the first thing that we should go back and and f- be filed first was a violation of human rights, which puts us in the world. Court. Why is anybody filed? A nigga scared to die. Is that what it is? They took out two people. Actually, four people supposed to die that day. Uh, Barbara DeGray was one of them. Adam Clayton Powell. They got DePinto and Malcolm. Mm. DePinto was the one who gave him the wisdom to put the shit down. I heard a story where Dick Gregory was saying that he was supposed to go somewhere with Malcolm and the Audubon Ballroom. Yeah, and and, and he, he said t- he can he couldn't get two prices of one. And he said I'm gonna call Clayton Powell and tell him not to show up. Yeah, I remember. But, but stuff like this that we have now, uh, technology, uh, we we can intercept the bullshit that they try to do. They don't have all the technology. We more equipped now. Um, niggas, niggas are training and niggas knowing and are looking to protect their properties now. And so um, the attitude and the culture, because of you know the high influx of uh, the abuse of uh, people of African descent getting killed by uh, law enforcement officers uh, has put us in a different perspective. And as you can see now, uh, brothers are more kinder to each other now. Mm. You know, we're speaking to each other now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We more, uh, uh, the love is trickling back in. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying to embrace your brother now. You're trying to help him a little bit more than what we used to. Yeah. And because, you know, uh, we trying to correct each other the wrongs because now we see the bullshit that's coming down and so uh, our attitudes begin to change first thing man we gotta change the goddamn attitude once your attitude change man you see different perspectives absolutely uh, 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 we don't have time to be bullshitting no more cause you want the best for your you know your son the person and anybody that you love so everybody's saying hey man it's time out for this shit we gotta go to work right and get this shit right Right. If not, we're going to be in places that, you know, uh, we don't want to go or your children. Right. Okay. I appreciate you coming through, man. Right on. Right I on. appreciate you coming appreciate through. Appreciate you, brother. How can people get a hold of you if they, they want to get involved in mm. the uh, in the brotherhood movement? Uh, we're on Facebook. Okay. Uh, I left my goddamn little cards uh, at home, Brother Dante. I do apologize for that. But uh, the Brotherhood Movement, we are on Facebook. You can look us up. Uh, I'm L. Hodge Austin on Facebook. Anytime you got any social problems, uh, please reach out to us. Uh, contact Brother Dante. He not to get in contact with me. Uh, Absolutely. Also, I want to give a shout out to my comrades, Black Empowerment. That's another group. That's out there, man, doing beautiful things. Uh, uh, brother Kings and Queens, my brother Lauren. He's out there doing things, man. We just trying to change the culture in the face of Fort Worth, man. Um, and we out there, man. Uh, boots on the ground. That's what's up, man. So, yeah. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, if you got any issues in the Fort Worth um, area, please don't hesitate to reach out to the Brotherhood Movement and, you know, get some backing and some, some people that really know the law really can go to bat for you, man. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. It's been a Tapping In Podcast.
Peace.